Welcome back. Crush a lot podcast. I'm your boy Cheese, as always, the bodyguard, all the way from Miami. Kalina, Kalina, how are you? What's well, good? I, I'm doing really well, actually. I'm just happy that, you know, we were off for a little while, so we're back on, right? Yeah, we for people may not even notice that we've been off, but we tend to record a lot in a very short period and then just scatter it out. But we, you know, we have lives. I got kids, damn it. I got four kids that I know of. I don't know how many I don't know of, but I got to make sure I got I got, <laughs> I got, got time for everybody. Right now. Yeah. And on top of that, I got to edit these shit. So, you know, we do a lot of recording in one month and then we spread it out. So, you know, if you think we're always on, we're not always on. But one, we got we got to give a couple of shout outs. Shout out to Ian, uh, that's Juby, uh, over at Twitter for always checking out the show and giving us love and retweeting all that. We appreciate that. Also, Nick Fadeaway Barber always giving us a lot of love. We appreciate it. Uh, feel free. Give us the love. We give it right back. We're excited, though, because, you know, in no- on November 9th, I am going up to Toronto. Daniel Sun, Asan. Cypher Soldier, they're going to do a show. Riggs is going to be there. And one of the cats is going to be there as our guest here. And I'm excited to see them perform. Uh, that's uh, Raz uh, Fresco. Raz, how are you? Yo, I'm good, man. You already know what it is, yo. Peace to the true and living gods of earth. You know, man. We here, yo. Yo, we're science. We're excited to have you because I'm one of these aging hip-hop listeners that sometimes I miss... Word, I think I see a little gray in the beard, it's yo. A, it's a little gray, a little wisdom in the beard. I don't have like a, a son's unique, uh, I don't have a, a son Eastwood's kind of beard, but I'm getting there. I'm going to push that majestic beard Oh, that's out. crazy. You bring this nigga's name up. Yo, we was just chopping it up. Yeah. Like literally, what was it, this morning or today? We about to, no, literally a couple hours ago, yo. He just sent me some shit. I'm about to a splash on that. A-son got yeah. the best pussy ticklers in the game, but I'm going to try oh, to match no, those. Oh, no, I, 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 okay, I see what type of podcast is. Yeah, this is cru- it's <laughs> called... I went ahead and went straight into the X-rated it's shit. It's called Damn. Crush A Lot Podcast. The theme, okay, okay. Our theme song should probably be like a mattress spring sound effect, <laughs> but you know, it's it's it's, it's, it's whatever. Let's start from the beginning, Raz. Um, when did hip-hop get... To your ears and, and really yo, started. This is the craziest. I'm, this is the craziest story for me because guess what? I don't have a fucking beginning, yo. No it's origin like story. Lessons, I'm a five percenter, right? In the in the 120 lessons, yo, it talks about yo, where's the set birth record of the nation of Islam? And it'll be like, yo, nation of Islam has no set birth record. You know what I'm saying? It's older than the sun, moon, and stars. It has no beginning nor ending, right? And it's like me, I can't tell you when I started, yo. All I remember my whole life is hip hop. I was in grade one with a fucking notebook and shit, writing and shit. You know what I'm saying? Grade two and shit. You know what I'm saying? I still remember my raps from grade four. Like, niggas have stories like, yo, we was at the lunch table, and you know what I'm saying? My nigga told me to rap. I don't remember none of that shit, yo. It's like my whole <laughs> fucking life, I just been fucking rapping and shit, you know? And I started making beats in the seventh grade, and that's that. You know what I'm saying? So that's the origin story, yo. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> that's Let's you, Kalina. Go. Let's go. No, I mean, there's a lot of people that may not know anything about you. They may not know where you're from. Yeah, they. I mean, you started early. Yeah, they may know, but may, they may not know your discography. So tell them, where are you from? Okay, okay. I mean, I'm, I was born in Toronto. You know what I'm saying? I came up in, like, Brampton. You know what I'm saying? Which is, like, just right outside Toronto, you know? That's where Daniel's um, son's at. Pardon? That's where Daniel's son's at. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's why, like, my last couple projects I dropped is 410 North. That's the highway that leads into Brampton. 
you know, and um, no deal Peel because Brampton's part of the Peel region, you know, and that's that's kind of a nickname they have for like the courts and shit out here, or whatever, you know. But but um, before all of that, like I said, so I've been immersed in the hip hop culture like my whole life growing up, right? And basically, you can say like right around when I got right into high school, that's when I put out like my first like serious serious project called Welcome to the Baker's Club, you know, two thousand nine. And at the same time that I put out that project. I popped off with a movement, you know, because um, I was like shooting one of my first videos that I dropped is this video called Laying Low and it was on World Star. You know what I'm saying? They put it as like the youth talent of the week. I was 15. Right. And it's crazy, too, because back then, everybody in the music scene out here, you know what I mean, is trying to come up. So Lanes was Tory Lanes is still in Brampton, too. Right. So I was recording at his crib because I knew him or whatever, just in the third and like. You know what I mean? So that's where I, a place where I was recording. So he shot the video for that because he was shooting videos and shit, whatever, you know? So he shot the video for it. And then I put it on Worldstar. And then as soon as I put it out, it kind of like went a little viral. And then DJ Holiday and his manager hit me up. And it was like, yo, we're trying to fuck with you or whatever, right? Because like I made the beat and it was just feeling my whole style or whatever. So long story short, um, a little while after that, they was like, come to Atlanta so I fucking went to New York and I linked up with my pops. You know what I'm saying? Salute to my pops. My pops was in, in New York because he had got deported when I was mad younger. So I went to New York, linked up with my pops, and he drove me to Atlanta 13 hours. You know what I'm saying? Then I went to go link with DJ Holiday and them. We did like a little management deal. I put out a tape with DJ Holiday, laced up. Um, That was like October 2010. Then the next year, I put out a tape with Don Cannon, 2011, called 1995. Then, fuck, I'm trying to run through this quick. 2012, okay, 1995. And then after that, 2012, I put out, is that when Kiki Pockets dropped? Fuck, I need to go on my Wikipedia. I have mad projects and shit, yo. Yeah, 2012, I believe that. The Kiki Pockets, that was 2012. You look like you just looked at the screen and shit, too. Like, you're looking at the screen. Like you got Not because I had already looked at it. I had already known all this stuff already before. What would that be if I'm not prepared, right? Yo, help me, so. If you got the dates right in front of you, you got to help me because I be smoking weed. I might get a little forgetful shit from memory loss. You know how the fuck it goes down. BC, bud. But anyways, so long story short, I dropped a project with Don Cannon. Then I dropped um, Keggy Pockets. And then at this point, um, I, was, I really started making a lot of moves in the city. Anybody that was coming out here, yeah, this is like 2012, 2013. You know, anybody that was coming out here, I would be opening up. For I, did, I opened up at ASAP Rocky's first show in Toronto, like perform with Mad Wu Tang niggas and shit, and like you know what I mean. Just it's too long of a list, but like almost everybody that's a fucking like rapper, I've like opened up for them and they came to Toronto because I was like the main staple of guy, like you know what I'm saying. So well, does that give I'm, you? Well, then does that give you like a sense of pride being that you're from Toronto? Do you feel like oh, you know, you gotta go that much harder because you're from Toronto? Hell no. I just feel like I got to go hard because I want this. Like, I could have been born anywhere. Like, you know, at the end of the day, like, I'm a 5%er, you know? So it's like, I'm I, like, where I'm from, obviously, means a lot to me and all of that. You know what I'm saying? But I know myself, you know? So it's like, I don't limit myself to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're the original peoples of the planet, you know? So it's like, I'm trying to touch the whole 196,940,000 square miles of the planet. I want to be everywhere. I want to be known and seen everywhere, you know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I, I'm doing this for me because I have that passion within myself. Like, as a young dude, I was one of the first people, like, because I, I dropped 2009, that's my first project. If you do the knowledge, that's when Drake first dropped too, So Far Gone and shit. 
You know what I'm saying? So it was a very different time in Toronto. Like, you know what I'm saying? The I Toronto you guys never know heard now. Of, I never heard of a Drake. Never heard of him. Oh, uh, you a motherfucking liar. <laughs> you know you goddamn lying. You own a radio, nigga. You got social media. Stop fronting. Stop fronting. Anyways. You know what I'm saying? I, I know, I know a guy from the grassy. Fan, you know what I'm saying? But you're not going to lie. You know what I'm saying? But anyway. I know a guy from the grassy named Aubrey. That's what I know. <laughs> All right. Say less. <laughs> you know wheelchair Jimmy and shit. But, <laughs> but anyways. But anyways, you know. So I was doing my thing. And like. I, you know, I always knew it was bigger than Toronto. Because when I started Bigger Sub in, in 2009. I already had my nigga Chill Will. Who was in. He's from like Tacoma, Washington. He was down with Bigger Sub. There was P. Black from Columbus, Ohio. My dude Lothrax from Little Rock, Arkansas. So I'm a young nigga, like 15, 16. And coming in, I already knew, like, yo, it's one thing to come with yourself, but when you come with a movement, that's something that people can ride with you or whatever. So I already came in the game thinking way bigger than Toronto. You know what I'm saying? So I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just doing this for me. And re regardless, like, if I'm shining, then people's going to look up and be like, okay, he's from here. And then they're going to check out. Same thing with Drake. Like, that nigga's doing shit. And niggas like, oh shit, Toronto, whatever. Now niggas is checking for shit. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, when I was starting to come up, it was a very different Toronto. Like niggas, now there's pride in the city and shit. You know what I'm saying? Before, niggas that hate on anything out here. Like niggas would just be riding American niggas nuts. Like that's why Drake had to leave and get the cosign. This nigga was on the radio in LA before he was even out here on the fucking radio and shit. So niggas was like, at least now there's some fucking pride and shit. Like they're playing local artists on the radio. That was That's like unheard of and shit. Local trap niggas and shit on the radio that it wasn't happening 10 years ago you know so yeah it was, was wasn't there like a i know M there was mtv but right under mtv when cable was relevant there was like what is was that other mtv knockoff that was from 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 canada it was like much, much music much music yeah and that's where i got put onto a lot of uh canadian um hip hop because I like hip-hop from all over the world. I, I, even though I'm definitely East Coast biased, um, I'm a definitely... I definitely love with that. Yeah, I love listening to things outside. And much music was like my gateway to like finding people like Chaos and things like that that really were mm, like, okay, smooth. this sound is differently. And hey, listen, Raekwon moved up there. You want to get your barber, you want to get your haircut, go to Toronto and go to Raekwon's yeah, yeah, show. Yo. You know, he moved up there. That was crazy. He came out here... And then he hollered at me and shit, and he was like, yo, come through. I came down to the office. It was him, Trini, you know, um, and we was there. Yo, I'm, man, because, yo, I, I grew up listening to Only Buffy Cuban Links, and, like, that, that nigga's, like, you know, a big inspiration for me, yo. So I just, as I'm thinking right now, it's like I'm, I'm taking myself back. Like, I'm sitting there. I'm watching. I'm, you got to imagine, like, yo, you grow up listening to Raekwon, and then you, you sitting with him in the room. And you're watching your own videos, and you smoking, watching your own videos with him. That's like, like surreal. It's like unheard of. It's like who does that, right? I would have been freaking we're watching the videos, and he's like, there's a scene, and then he's like, yeah, yeah, that reminds me of me at Ghost, and I'm just there smoking, like, nigga, <laughs> And in the back of my mind, I'm like, I, right, I know I'm, I'm gonna get that verse, nigga. nigga I'm saying, you better give me that fucking verse, nigga. I know where the office is at now. Now that's there's a couple of like I don't. We've had. But the, you got that verse, though. You still yeah, got that verse. Yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. I, Yo, the, 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 right before I got that verse, right, he did a show in Toronto, and um, it was like an only built for Cuban Link show, and like he was only performing that album, right. So it's like, um, I was there. I pulled up, you know, and then as, after the show is like done or whatever, it's like we're walking towards the back, and he like he like put his arm around me and shit, you know. And at this point in time, we had linked up mad time, so like he called me Young A. He's like, Yo, Young A. What's good? And like as soon as he see me, 
he started talking all that shit like, yo, I rock with you, yo, whatever you need, yo. And in that moment, I was like, yo, you know what I need? I need that first. <laughs> and then like, and then like when I said that, he like stopped and then he gave me like this email. The name of the email is so fly. That's like, I'm not going to drop the email though. But like, you know what I mean? Just some fly different type of email. I'm like, okay, this is a secret joint. Like, you know, this I is made a, some shit. Direct I sent contact. it to him. Yo, I sent the shit to him. Because I had this beat and I was like, I made it. I was like, yo, this is the one for Ray, yo. Man, and then he sent me back that verse, yo. I was, I was like, yo. I think there's only, I, I don't think I've felt ever star, like Star Trek, like when we had somebody on the guest that I'm a big fan. I don't feel like I ever felt like starstruck but i have a feeling if i meet anybody from the woo i don't think i can actually do that podcast it's like i have that's the one interview those interviews i have lined up for years in my head i know exactly <laughs> what i want to know i i know like i'm a hardcore wu-tang fan so i'm a, i have a i have all these questions that maybe casual uh-huh. listeners have missed and that i'm like no i need to know this yo and, it's funny that you bring that shit up right Cause check it out. This is how I see that shit. Like, cause yo, I've been around mad niggas and shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, even from young, right? And from young, it's kind of like my brain was just like shifted in, in a certain way, right? Because like, yo, sometimes you, you'll see some, it's like see some of these people and then you meet them and they're like, some people are some, cause yo, before fame and all this shit, people is regular people. People have their vices and all that, right? So it's like, people will get famous and that shit will amplify them shit. So it's like, yo, be around a nigga and be like, yo, this. I couldn't smoke a blunt with this nigga. Though. This nigga's kind of weird, bro. I don't even really like this nigga. Don't even want to listen to his music no more. I'm not saying that's any of the woo niggas, but I'm saying that happens so much to the point where it's like, bro, I don't give a fuck how much followers you have, this, that, and the third. It's, if it's a respect thing, then I'll be like, word. Like, if I meet niggas and it's a respect thing, then I'll just be, like, humbled to be in the presence of someone I really respect or whatever. But besides that, man, fuck all that shit, yo, because a lot of these niggas, is, everybody's regular niggas. Like, it's humans and shit, like, you know? So, it's, it's from young... You meet them outside of this, and they're totally regular people. They got bad flaws, too. They got a bunch of flaws. They act funny. They're super weird. Some of them are extremely, like, broke. Like, it's a lot of bad things going on. Yo, I can count on my hands. I can count on probably my two hands the amount of genuine people I've actually probably, like, met that's really up there or whatever. But, like, aside from that, I just remember being, like, yo, 15, 16, when I used to go to Atlanta, this shit literally changed my mind and, like, life, really. Because, like, I used to go to Atlanta and fuck with DJ Holiday and them. And these guys is bringing me around everywhere. Like, one moment we're in the studio. I'm with Jermaine Dupree. I'm playing my shit for Jermaine Dupree. The next moment, I remember one time he pulled up on the Fast and Furious set. I'm there in the trailer with Ludacris. I'm like, yo, what the f-? But, like, when I look back at it, I low-key know these niggas was just trying to, like, get me starstruck. I feel like these niggas low-key trying to finesse. Because, like, that's when I first met them. So they just bringing me around everybody. Like, like yeah, nigga, we got the juice. But anyways, I'm looking, I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I'm in the studio, with, I'm with these niggas, Gucci and Walk. I'm like, damn, this nigga's tall as fuck, dude. This is like some giants and shit. But, and then, so I'm just around all these people and shit, right? And then, um, I'm like the fly on the wall, right? So, I remember, like, at a moment, like, moments like when I was at this, the video shoot with, um, with, was you know that track, No Hands, that came out all them years ago? Yeah. You know, so, yo, I was there at that video shoot, but I'm a young guy. I'm like 15, 16, right? I'm on the rooftop with these niggas, and there's like a thousand bitches on the rooftop. So all these different type of, what, what would today be classified as IG model-ass bitches, right? But remember, I'm the fly on the wall. So it's like I'm young, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just watching all this shit, right? And, and, I'm, and I just started to be overcame with disgust, because I'm like looking... 
I'm looking at these art. I'm like, yo, these niggas regular niggas and shit. And I'm just looking at how these girls are moving towards the artists and shit. And right. I'm like, yo, this is some mad thirsty shit. In the back of my head, I'm like, yo, I know if this nigga was a regular nigga, you would not be acting like this. <laughs> so I'm just like, damn. And I'm trying to be a rapper too. Fuck, this is what I'm about to have to deal with. So I remember just from even them times, just being disgusted at that whole dynamic of like, yo, the whole starstruck fame shit, whatever. Because I'm like, dog, this is like, these niggas are regular niggas. Like, why the fuck are you moving like that? Like, the, the, you got mad bitches, like 100 bitches. They're trying to shuffle their way to get close on screen, on camera to the niggas that are performing and shit. You oh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. The niggas are screaming, more shaking, more shaking. I'm like, wow, this is wild, you know? I remember I'm in, I one time DJ Holiday went to, we went to Pittsburgh and it was a Gucci show. And this nigga Gucci throw his, threw his sweat rag in the crowd. And these bitches jumped up and grabbed it and they was fighting for a sweat rag. And I'm like, that's niggas, that's a rag with sweat on it. <laughs> nah, this shit is crazy, bro. Fuck this shit, bro. I, I, I was just like mad distrustful of all women. I'm just like, yo, nah, B, this shit is mad fucked up. Like, you know, keep me out of it, you know? So, my bad. I went on a little tangent. Oh, we like, like just, because you, the, the just because you said that starstruck shit, and it brought me back to all these times of oh, like, no, that's... just seeing motherfuckers act out of themselves. And I'm just like, niggas is regular niggas. No, we, like, we, we just come like, yo, peace. I fuck with you. Trust me, we, we know. We ran, into, we ran into this stuff. Like, we run into the stuff. We got episodes. My bad if I sound mad aggressive. Right? No nah, aggressive. To, no, no, I'm mad, lighthearted. I've been on mad random and that's funny. I just started crying uh, a little bit. But... <laughs> we have we have yo, people I've been on some crazy energy lately, yo, because yo, life is just so short. No, and, yo, we love it. You know what I mean? We take for granted everything that like we have at our fingertips, you know? I'll be guilty of it too. So I'm just like, yo, niggas just gotta go mad hard and you know what I mean? Put Put work into this shit, y'all. I'm just right, mad focused on my hard. music shit, y'all. Speaking you of going mad hard, you just uh, came out with an EP. A lot of the production was done by Derringer, or all of it, actually. Yeah. What else do you have? What else do you have coming out that we should know of? All right, just so, just for anybody that's new listening on this show, I've been on some bullshit this year, just dropping mad shit. You know, so at the top of the year, I dropped the Biggest Club, um, the first Biggest Club, which is my collective, my movement, um, the first album. And Biggest Club's been around since 2009. You know, so it's like I dropped the first actual collective tape. Bodega Bams is on there. AZ was on there. Keys on there. Um, mm -hmm. Fendi P. You know, I did a lot of production on there. One beat on there is from Static Selecta. You know what I mean? Bishop and the Ruse on there. So, and then all my biggest something is Brisk in the House. You know what I'm saying? Low Thrax on uh, the Sixth mm -hmm. Letter. You know what I'm saying? Um, P Black's on there. You know, um, Chill Wells on there. Whatever, right? So that was the that was the first thing that dropped in this year. Then I dropped um, No Deal Peel, an album produced entirely by me, with like one exception. Then I dropped um, Deluxe Hill Figure with Galia. You know what I'm saying? Again, all produced by me, but a different sound, sonic vibe yep, than um, No Deal Peel. Then I followed that up and I put out two projects. But my new shit is like I put out shit for sale through the biggestup.com site first and then I put it on streaming. So these next two projects is not available for streaming yet. He's got to buy it and then it's going to be up for streaming. But it, I dropped a collab project with my homie, the sixth letter called Brother from Another, because that's my fucking brother from another. And then I dropped a project with Brisk in the House, and the other another member of Baker's Club called Truth is Stranger and Fiction. And that one's like, it's kind of like Iron Man mixed with Mad Villainy, you know, with a crazy comic book type of fucking, all, all the tracks is named after comic superheroes and villains and shit. That shit is crazy. Like, yo, if y'all want, I'll send y'all a link. You know what I mean? So y'all can hear it and shit, sure. you know? Because like, anybody who loves hip hop, I just want them to hear that so they can be like, word, you know? You know what I'm saying? 
It's so I did that. Then I just dropped this EP with Danger. Because, yo, I, my shit is Baker's Club, you know? And this nigga dropped an instrumental team yeah. called Baker's Dozen. Yeah. I seen that shit. I'm like, nah, you playing. You playing. Baker's Dozen, Raz Fresco, Baker's Club. I'm like, nah, give me that. So mm-hmm. I went on them beats and shit, you know? So I just dropped yep. that. I'm about to, yo, I'm about to drop a fucking, yo, I'm working on this ne- project right now. My next shit is about to be called Marvelous Right Wrist. You know what I'm saying? I thought of that name. I was locked up the other day, whatever, for a little bit. I was writing mad bars. Every day I was in my cell, I, I must have wrote like six, eight bars. You know what I'm saying? No, six, eight verses and shit, you know? I was writing mad crazy shit. I came out and then tried putting some crazy beats together. And I'm um, getting some features together, you know? Um, shout out Rome Streets. I seen y'all did an interview with him. He's going to be on the Marvelous Right Wrist Project too, or whatever, you know? So that's the new, new shit I'm working on. And all that other shit's out in some form, whether it's streaming or it's available on bakersclub.com. Me and Daniel's son is about to, there's like, we're almost like 75% done our project, but that's produced by Future Wave. I'm also like 75% done a project with Bozak Morris. He's he's producing, yep. like, he did a lot of, he did some shit with Kanye. I mean, um, Conway and some of them Griselda niggas or whatever, you know? So he did a whole project with me, and that's about to come. And shit, it's hard to keep track. I'm working, like, I'm just trying to feed the streets and shit, you know? That's good. You're a maniac okay. right now. You're a real maniac right now. I have, who did? Yeah, I, I'm, this is just for me. This is my curiosity. But who did the um, the production on the baking instructions recipe number one? Who did that? That's basically all that shit is me. Other than the joint from Static, and fuck, I gotta look on the track list. I want to diss nobody. Oh, and my boy Trey Mission. Shout out my boy Trey Mission from the UK. He did yeah, the beat for that. our feature. Project. Y'all killed that. All the features were really good on that too. You guys did a really good yeah, job. Yeah. Not nah, sorry, not to cut you off. Part of self. Keep going. No, no, no. I was telling you, that was a really good project. You guys really killed that. The features on there were good. Everything, like, from beginning to end. That was a really good project. Yeah, yeah. So, that was me. I did all the, like, all that shit. So, the joints with the 808 and the ba- 808 and the bass, and then even the shit with the AZ and it's the sample. Like, you know, like, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? If you're new to the Crush A Lot podcast, thank you for checking out the show. Man, we, we get excited because, you know, we mm-hmm. love this. We love talking to the artists that we listen to on a regular and having Raz here. Yo, let me, let me, you know what I'm saying? You, you told me before we started, I might, I could take over the shit. So let, talk, me, let me seal it off. Go Stop ahead, go. go. You it's your show. Biggest club in the building. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Cheese, Cow, you know what I'm saying? Much love for reaching out to me um, to be on the podcast. You know, um, bakersclub.com. You know what I'm saying? And then the way we're going to end this, real nice and smooth. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not midnight yet, so we still we still dealing with the degree of knowledge cipher. Today's mathematics is knowledge cipher. You know what I'm saying? So it's like for everybody listening, you know what I'm saying? Yourself, you are your own cipher. You know what I'm saying? The people that you deal with, they're their own ciphers. Places, that's a cipher. You know what I mean? And you have to do the knowledge to any cipher that you deal with. You know what I'm saying? Because every cipher has its own rules, regulations, the way that it works and shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you have to know who you're dealing with where you're at, you know what I'm saying, and do the knowledge, you know, because you do the wrong action in a particular cipher, it could be life or death, you know what I'm saying, so, that, I'm gonna just end it out like that, you know what I'm saying, peace to the gods and earth, you know what I'm saying, do the knowledge to yourself, you know, and knowledge the cipher that you're in, you know what I'm saying, because knowledge is the foundation, you know, and that's how you build, if you don't have no strong foundation, you can't, you know what I mean, the house is gonna crumble and shit, knowledge is your foundation, you know what I'm saying, so do the knowledge to yourself, Shake your move accordingly in any cipher that you're dealing with. Peace. Peace. November 9th at the Smiling Buddha. Come check out Danny Sun Raz 
I'll be there. I'm driving up. I'm going to Toronto to check out these cats. So I'll see you there, good sir. Kalina. I yes. salute, man. Yo, marvelous, right? Rich coming soon. Marvelous. Yeah, send that link. You know we need marvelous. that. Marvelous. Yeah, send that link. <laughs> All right, for sure, for sure. Peace. All right, peace.